Welcome to Moms in the Hub, everything you need to know about living, loving, and raising little ones in the 806. Go grab your wine and start folding that laundry while you listen to hosts Crystal and Danae share mom fells, discuss trending mom topics, and interview experts. Don't let the Lubbock wind blow you away. Stay grounded as we navigate, navigate motherhood, motherhood in the hub together. Hi there and welcome to Moms in the Hub. I'm Crystal Granzo. And I'm Danae Hooks. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest, Sarah Bratcher, here to talk with us about sending her um, children off to college, about being a college mom, um, and about being a potential empty nester. Yes, a conversation that gives us both anxiety about our kiddos. Yeah, it was really fun to have um, someone on who has kids older than us so we can kind of see into our future. Mm -hmm. That was great. We need that, and you need it too, so make sure you stick around for, and she's a great storyteller. Yeah, absolutely. So you're not going to be bored one bit. So what's going on today? What's going on in your world this week? Oh, we've actually got a lot going on. We are headed to Houston for Hannah's doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm, that's important. Right. And But I look forward to this time because my husband and I get to spend some one-on-one time with Hannah, mm-hmm. and she really, she really likes that. So yeah, it's it's a long trip. It's exhausting, but we do get that, that family time together and good. just kind of spoil her. And, and love so. on her. Yeah. And we're going to get good results from what... Absolutely. Yes. Always, I mean, we... We get good, we have the best doctors in Houston, so it's always a interesting trip, um, stressful trip, but we always end up feeling better yeah. after we leave, so. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it. I mean, it's just been trying to get back to normal. Yep. Well, we're trying to get back to normal. I started my first play dates with oh. my little mom group um, last week. I'm starting to do Moms on the Move again. I only went one day because I had, um, I don't know. Something came up. It was like an actual plan that I couldn't do anything about. So, Well, how many days a week do they meet? They meet Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at different parks in town. And it's free. So mama's out there who want to go put your babies in a stroller and take them to the park. And you work out for about an hour, 45 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour, not one hour. I'm going to say hour and 45 (laughs) minutes. I might have to pass. Yeah. But you work out as hard or as not as you want. So it could be a social group or you could really get abs. It's, you know, however you choose to use it. So I just went once, and then um, we went to the races on a Friday night in Tink. Mm-hmm. We got to utilize that in town, and the kids had so much fun. I know. I, I saw mean, the pictures. They looked like they had a blast. I mean, Kyle Mack loves it. You just tell him he's about to go work on a sprint car, and like <laughs> he'll put on his clothes. He'll put on his underwear the right way, because usually he puts them on backwards. You know, like he will make sure that he is ready to go and in that vehicle when his daddy takes off. And then Madeline was just so obsessed with her brother on that one individual day that when um, he left, she said, I have to go with Bubba, Bubba, my Bubba, my Bubba. And that doesn't happen often. Yeah. You know, I mean, it happens, but he's like, come on, sissy. They were just teaming, working it up. Yes. And so out there on the car, they were, you know, um, the track was really muddy on the first whatever. Like, listen, I'm not a race car Mm -hmm. woman. Okay. So I do not know this vocabulary, but I know it went around the track. It's a circle track. I got that piece. Okay. And I was incredibly muddy. So the car came back all muddy. And so the kids got to take what I think is an ice scraper because I've never seen it used to scrape off mud. But apparently you do that in the sprint car world. And you use your ice scraper to scrape off the mud, and that's what the kids got to do. I mean, Kyle Mack really thought he was, like, working. Part of the team. Yes. Like, he is the crew chief, if that's what you call him. He just runs around there like he owns it. Madeline only gave me a little bit of anxiety about, you know, running into the street and stuff. And so... It was nice to be able to trap them in the motorhome if necessary, which we didn't. But Well, and if it's too hot, they have a place to go or if they get tired. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's good all around. Yeah. And we watched the races we wanted to watch. It was comfortable. It's not like we were stuck on hard seats. And some people enjoyed that life. You mm-hmm. know, I just don't. I'm a little bit more um, accustomed to cushion. To, to cushion seats. To cushion. <laughs> Honey, know? I got enough cushion for the both of us. <laughs> So, so we had a lot of time there. Yeah. And that's that's really about it. We're just um, doing things around the house. Oh, we got the patio. Oh, yes. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, it's endless. Man, I wish I could plug them right now, but 
I don't know what it is, but Alex and Megan Pritchard on, if you look them up on Facebook, I think it's Endless Something. Their entire company is named Endless Something. And so anyways, um, it's our friends. And so he came out and saved the day and poured the concrete. So we have a beautiful concrete patio and um, book club Monday evening is going to have, we're going to have such a fun time. I know, and I'm going to miss it. I'm sad, but it d- the patio looks awesome. Yes. Well, when the actual book club night at the end yeah. of the month on that Thursday, the last. I was going to be here too? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. We've talked about a lot of different scenarios, and I've said yes to a lot of th- different things. So <laughs> I'm not really sure. I have You're to look sure at the what calendar. You said yes to. Yeah. Well, we had we actually had friends over yesterday, which we're starting to invite people back over yeah. now, which is nice mm-hmm. because we get to talk to adults, and you know, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good day yesterday. Of course, I couldn't find Hadley, and I went into my bathroom, and she had gotten into my charcoal mask, face mask, um, and I have a brush for it, and she painted it all over her legs. She's like, look, mama. And it's all in my carpet, my rug in the bathroom. <laughs> and that charcoal does not come out. Let me tell you. Okay. No, Pinterest has not found a cure for that. <laughs> so We still have to get the kids together because they seem to like to destroy the same amount. Well, that's what I'm worried about, though. Yeah. That's why we have to. <laughs> they just, let's, put, let's just put them in a safe safe area. Yeah, with so no, they just no do it all polish, at the same time. No face mask, no mm-hmm. makeup. Yeah. Or chalk, even. Madeline's using chalk as the lipstick. She was running around. Well, it's cute for a second, but then my anxiety sets in and I'm like, oh crap, that piece of chalk is wet and that's yucky and I don't like that because, you know, she's not just putting it on the outside of her lips, like lipstick, you know, it's kind of going in her mouth. Ugh, I just can't. It's too much for me. Well, and Hadley got in the chalk in the house and was drawing all over our hardwood yeah. floors. Yeah, same. Well, that stuff doesn't come out of the little creases. Mm-mm, nope. So, nope. yeah. I was like, no, not in the house. Thank you, next door neighbor girls who brought <laughs> those, over. the girls. Those are not my girls. Did I tell you that story? Yeah. yeah. Those girls next door. My girls brought chalk. Okay. Ladies man. He is. Okay. Power of positivity. All right. Peace on the East this past week drew a crowd of over 200 people. A.J. McLeod is a Lubbockite who has been organizing peaceful walks and events in his East Lubbock neighborhood. There was also an event at Butler Park on Thursday for games and community building and a community cleanup event at May Simmons Baseball Fields on Saturday. So when you're getting down because things in the news and all of that stuff in the world is kind of negative, just know we have people here, amazing people here, who are literally this past week doing great things in our community yeah I mean it's changing the community and it's getting people together and you know uniting people and it just it's a good thing it's positive all around a really great interview with Sarah Bratcher and so you're gonna really enjoy this upcoming little um, session that we just had but before we get into that we missed some very important things and so for you moms out there with kids going to college we want to kind of give you this little checklist that Sarah gave us these these are not our thoughts and ideas they come for our from our wonderful friend okay um and so the number one thing you want to do when your kid goes off to college you want to find that parent facebook page from their college so like hers is at arkansas and so there's a parent facebook page and that will just give you all kinds of um advice and information and security and knowing that if something does happen your kid's far away you know, you have a place to reach out to and someone to help out. What else we got? So another thing that she suggested is if you have the opportunity to take advantage of dual credit, whether it's in the summer or your senior year, um, just to get those little extra classes, you know, under your belt. Mm -hmm. They're usually cheaper if you do it, you know, locally. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And so um, they'll save you some money, plus give, you know, your students some hours before going off to college. Um, Another thing that she, I really like that she did, she didn't want to nag her son, so she wrote things that he needed to complete before going off to college, you know, getting his oil changed, um, checking in on his dorm, and she wrote it on a whiteboard. So that way it was there for him to see, but she wasn't constantly reminding him of these things to do, and he could do it kind of, you know, take responsibility and do it on his own. So that's a really good piece of advice for mothers out there. Yeah. Um, she also mentioned a book. It was like um, what to do when you're expecting, but for um, parents, for parents who have kids going to college and basically it tells you like every month what you should be doing what you should be applying for 
um, like what you should be setting up or not setting up. And so maybe look into, maybe we'll add a link at the bottom of this um, to that book. And so if you're interested in that, so you can kind of know what's coming up, especially if your child's going into their senior year this year, like now's the time you need to start thinking, Hey, did my kid take the SAT, ACT? No. Well, we're going to have to get them signed up for that because now they only have one year left or, um, you know, there are just a lot of things you don't think about. And now's the time to apply. Now's yeah. the time to start, you know, visiting the colleges. Have you gone to those campuses yet? There's a whole bunch of things that um, moms need to be doing in supporting their kids to make sure that they're at the right place. I'm not going to do that because my kid is not going to college. Never leaving home? <laughs> nope. He's living here forever. That's what I say too. But yep. talking to Sarah today made me a little bit more comfortable about when it's time for Hudson to go off to college. I think you know, 10 years from now, or, oh my gosh, seven years from now, I'll be a little bit more prepared. So that (laughs) made me feel a little better. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of prep to do. But at the same time, you want your child to take responsibility and not do everything for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think that that was one of my downfalls is having everything done for me when I went off to college. And um, you need to learn that sense of responsibility. Yeah, I had to do everything myself. So I, I mean, I figured it out. And it paid off. I guess, but... Now I'm just a control freak, and I imagine I want to do the same for him and yeah. her. I don't know. I like the comparisons of the children. Mm-hmm. You know, like the boy is a little bit different than her daughter. And, um, you know, boys and girls are different, and so that's going to happen. And children, you know, when you have more than one child, you have more than one personality. Yeah, it's going to be completely different with every child. For all of them. Off, whether yes. they're going to school or just going to get a job. I don't like job. that. Can we just not get in one system and I know what to expect? <laughs> Well, is that too much to ask? No, it's called parenthood. I guess so. That's why it's so hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> it all begins and ends there. <laughs> all right. Well, we hope you enjoy this segment. I have a very dear friend of mine, one of the first people that I ever met when I moved to Lubbock. That's right. It was at Victory Life. Yes. Sarah Bratcher. Yay. Welcome. Pause for applause. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> an elementary teacher if you cannot tell so <laughs> she knows how to talk and motivate you oh, oh well thanks yeah or threaten you to get that work turned in Good. no see yeah I like that my kid would be in your class oh I would love to have your kids and actually it was funny when you were talking about Kyle Mack the other day I was listening to your podcast and I was like oh, I remember when my babies were that little, like all the different things you were talking about, I could totally relate because Bo's 19 now, Abby's 17, and then my stepson just turned 16. So, but when I had, my kiddos were little, they were 18 months apart and they were Mm -hmm. just always into the same stuff. So you were talking about Kyle Mack and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I remember doing all of those things that Crystal was talking about. And it was just so like, I don't know, bring me back or keep me where I am. I'm not sure. (laughs) Redo it all. I'll take all the advice that I can get. Um, And when you were talking about earlier, you were talking about how, you know, Abby is right on the coattails of Bo. Yes. Right. Like he do it and then you do it and he do it. And she'd do it. Um, and that's Madeline. Yeah. You know, she's walking. She's walking at night. He was 11 months. She's nine months. Yeah. He's writing or he's, you know, she speaks so much clearer than him. Yeah. She does everything almost better. Yeah. Well, is she competitive? Well, I don't know if she's competitive or if she's just manipulative. Ah. You know? She's like a little mama too. Yeah. Like, hmm. I don't, I don't think she really cares if she wins. I think she just likes that he doesn't. I have a quote up in my basement. It said, it's not a competition, but I'm going to win. <laughs> and it's supposed to motivate me to work out harder. Right. Like, I'm not really competing against anyone or anything, but I'm still like, I want to win. Like, I want that. And I felt like that was Abby. I mean, and this is so ridiculous, but even like when I was pregnant with Bo, it was easy. Like, mm-hmm. he was just... He didn't kick me very hard. He just sat in my tummy. And then I got pregnant with Abby. And I she would like elbow me and knee me and kick me and everything. And I would push on her a little bit. And she would like, bam, get me right in the gut. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then it was like that from she started walking so early at like nine months. Bo was 12 months when he started walking. But she just saw everything he did. And now it's still like that. She was, um, she's a September baby, Bo's a March baby. So he's kind of in the middle of the pack with his class. Mm -hmm. 
and she is so much older and now she's just like so does she just run things yeah yeah she just runs things and um she wouldn't mind me saying this, but she was kind of going through a little bit of like some struggles this year. Mm -hmm. So we had her go talk to like a therapist. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I was like, See, I'm adding that therapist to like, you know, first grade kindergarten starts. Yes. My kids are going to go to a therapist once a month. Well, I just thought it would be good for her to talk to someone because I think I have great parenting ideas and yes, advice. Mm -hmm. And she didn't so much like she was like, <laughs> Mom, no. And, you know, since I, you know, graduated from high school, I know you don't remember how old you are. Yeah. I actually remember how old I am. <laughs> and I know when I graduated from high school, and I don't think it's changed that much. Yeah. And Abby's like, oh my gosh, that was like so long ago. So I'm like, let's find Abby someone to talk to. You know, I talked to my, her dad about it, and he agreed. And then the therapist called me and she said, I think you should give Abby some more choice. Like, I think maybe she's acting out a little bit because she doesn't have choice. And I'm like, what kind of choice does she need? Well, I, and I said, her options. ironically, I think we give her too much choice. Like we, because my stepson's only with us half time. Mm -hmm. And then my son has gone off to college. Mm -hmm. And so Abby, we're like, Abby, what do you want to do for dinner? Abby, do you want to go out or stay in? Abby, what do you want to do this weekend? Like, we just, we defer to her all the time. And I said, maybe she needs limits. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And the counselor was like, oh, I should talk to her about that. See what she thinks about that. And I'm like, all right. So what came of all that? Uh, COVID. <laughs> so she really got her limits. Yeah. So COVID came and now she is like, she, I mean, we bought, she's like, if I'm going to be working from home, I need a desk. So we bought her a desk and she has a chair and, and she hasn't gone back to her counselors since then. And she seems to be, she seems to be good. I think a lot of the she was a junior in high school this year. So it was, you know, kind of a lot of baloney girl drama yes. kind of stuff. And I don't make her do a lot of things that she really doesn't want to do because she's a really good kid. Yeah. So, you know. That's what my mom said, too. She said, I didn't have to spank you. Like, as an adult going to church and stuff, I was like, Mom, when I did that, you really should have, like, <laughs> done something about it. Maybe I wouldn't be having all these struggles right now as an adult. You know, mommy problems, right? And she said, Crystal, I didn't have to. You were so good. I don't have to spank someone who doesn't get in trouble. And yeah. I was like, well, that just completely messes up everything. My entire theory is gone. I should have had a lot more spanking. Yes, you did. <laughs> The one time my mom stuck to grounding me in high school, all my friends got in trouble by the law. So, ooh, yeah. So that was good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just been interesting having them so close together. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, there's, and they graduated two years apart from each other. I can't figure out when my kids are going to graduate. I think thirty-five <laughs> and thirty-four by taught English. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, that would be, yeah, that's like 15 years from now, and they're mm -hmm. little. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't know if Madeline is one year behind him or two. So since he's going to be the youngest, we want to hold him back, so uh, he'll be the oldest because yeah. of July. Yes. And he's kind of already, I mean, he's a big kid, but you can tell he's just young yeah. and creative. Well, Hudson's a July baby, and we did not hold him back, but he's the biggest in his class. So, so how do you feel about that? Well, he's actually probably one of the smartest as well, so... um he is a little immature, but I think if we would have not, if we would have held him back, I think he would probably be where Abby's at right now, where he's done, he's <laughs> more mature than everybody, or just done with the work and stuff like that. So, I yeah. think you just have to gauge it and see. You can still have a couple more years. Yeah, well, Jimmy just wants him to be the best athlete that there is. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know what? He may just be a gymnast. You know, oh gosh or a ballerina well what if he wants to do ballet jimmy don't put him in that box it's so funny because some of my friends who have like my teacher friends who have younger kids mm -hmm. and they say i've heard them say things like my daughter will never yeah. mm -hmm. fill in the blank yeah. do cheer do dance play soccer mm -hmm. oh don't say that <laughs> that's my friend amanda she and she got the girliest girl of them all. This girl loves to dance and put on dresses and heels. And we're like, mm-hmm. I think that you said that would never happen. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. I you I think you get what you don't know that you need or want or think you could do. Mm -hmm. I, I just I 
you know, like listening to y'all talk about like your babies and snuggling them and Crystal, I see your pictures and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my friends who have younger kids, they're just so like snuggly and sweet and cute. And I remember like I was so close to Bo when he was little and um, he had these bright big blue eyes and you could take him anywhere and he was so easy. And I remember thinking when he was little, like he's... I don't know, you just don't ever think they're actually going to grow up. Yeah. And they do. And I remember thinking, you know, we live in Lubbock. So there's obviously Texas Tech is there as a great university in the state of Texas. And it's public. So the, you know, tuition's a little bit lower than, you know, some of the other schools that are nearby. But um, I don't know. I came from Massachusetts. I grew up in Massachusetts and I went away to college. So I kind of had that in my head for my kids to experience that. But then as um, Bo started getting older, I just, I like literally could not imagine him going, not living in my house mm-hmm. or not living nearby. And it was so hard. That's the name. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, there's no way. How in the world would I do that? Mm-hmm. So I started like visualizing. I would, he started talking about wanting to go to South Carolina. Okay. Okay. Gr- yeah. Great. Great school. Great. There? Yeah. Yes. Great place to visit. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many pluses. But it's not really within driving distance, you know, maybe once a year to move them out and then to move them back or something. So I, I visualized Bo and I driving in a pickup truck because I started doing this when he was eight. (laughs) So I pictured us driving in the pickup truck loaded up with all of his stuff. And then we move him into the dorm. And then I stay at a hotel the next day or that night And then he picks me up in the morning, we go out to eat breakfast, and then he brings me to the airport. Is that how it happened? No. (laughs) (laughs) But this is how I imagined it. And then I could not visualize myself walking into the sliding glass doors of the airport. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. And I'm like, what am I going to do when he goes to school? So... I think I was telling someone this story or talking about Bo and he was, we were at the field house. Remember the field house that was over on Indiana and um, Bo was doing a baseball lesson there or T-ball or a, um, a machine pitch home run derby or something. And I was sitting with some friends and I was, t- we were talking about, you know, cause all of our kids are about the same age and we were talking about um, them going to college or moving on or whatever that was going to look like. And one of my friends had had a frustrating day with her kid and she was like, I can't wait for my kid to get out of the house and go on and spread his wings. And I said, oh my gosh, I can't imagine Bo ever going away. Like he's just so sweet and helpful and blah, blah, blah. And then this voice from like three rows up in the bleachers goes, God will prepare your heart. (laughs) Was it Abby? No. (laughs) It was was some random lady and I looked at her and she looked back at me and she said it sounds bad but God will prepare your heart and I I mean that stuck with me for years yeah. I mean all through middle school through high school and then around Christmas of his senior year he and I I was I was ready for him to move like God had prepared my heart. (laughs) I was ready. And then he turned 18 in March. And a few weeks after his birthday, we have a big living room that has the um, kitchen that's pretty much attached. There's a counter that separates the two. And I was standing in the kitchen and Bo just walked through the living room. He went to the laundry room, into the garage, shut the door behind him and didn't come back. And I was like, what did, where did he go? Because I figured he was just going to grab something out of his car. Mm-hmm. So I called him and I said, hey, where are you? And he goes, I'm at Ben's. And I was like, oh, you, well, you just left? He goes, yeah. Am I not allowed to go to Ben's anymore? And I said, no, it just seems that most humans, when they walk through a room with another person, especially someone in their family, they might have the courtesy to say, hey, I'm going to Ben's for a little bit. I'll be back in a little bit. Bye. Yeah. But he's like, he had turned 18. He was about to graduate. He had decided that he was going to go nine hours away to college and he was independent. 
Congratulations. Oh, We're there. <laughs> I know. Because well, I'm kind of like you. My son is going to be 11 in July and we're going to build a house. And so I want to build a guest house for him to live in while he goes to college here. But I have a feeling that's all going to change. I so. own a house. Like I own a small three bedroom, two bath house that I was saving for them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm right there. Like yeah. when, when Scott and I got married, I had just bought that house like a year before and it wasn't big enough for all of us. Yeah. So I didn't want to sell it right away. And I thought, well, I'll just rent it until the kids yeah. go to tech. And then they... tech is the obvious answer. Yes. Right? All right. So Bo's at... He goes to University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. And it's a solid nine hours away. Wow. Now, is he car. playing baseball? He's not. Okay. He wanted to do... Um, he probably could have played if he had wanted to go someplace smaller, but he wanted to do SEC. He wanted to do a big school. He wanted to do a school with a great business program. And um, it came down to Tech or Arkansas. And and you told him you need to go away for college because that's well, what I did. No, because and that's what I've planned since you were eight. No, I did not <laughs> tell him that because that would have been that he would have said, great, I'm going to go to tech then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Opposite. So I just, um, yeah, so it just came down to, and his, his dad and his wife have two little boys. So there was kind of a pull there that if Bo was nine hours away, he wouldn't be able to see them grow up as much as little half brothers and then he and Abby have always been really close yeah. and he's just he's never lived away from Lubbock I mean he was born here and okay so I know this is about college we're supposed yeah. to be talking about college and moving on but I we have kind of similar children in this aspect the boy was first yes girl second you know chasing the the feet and such and so I want to know how does that relationship work like is that has that been a friendship I'm really worried about their friendship is what it boils down to. Like, I want my kids to be best friends forever. And so I'm trying to train them that their best friend is each other. Mm-hmm. Um, How do they get along now? I mean, it just comes and goes. Yeah. Like, they love each other. And, you know, at one moment, you know, Madeline doesn't want to be away from her brother. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. She'll leave me to go to him, which is abnormal. But then at other times, she just literally punched him in the face yeah I mean they are like literally <laughs> fist normal. fighting yesterday I was like what happened to my life oh my gosh I, I remember <laughs> my sweet little blue-eyed boy would look up at me and say why Abby bite me <laughs> oh my gosh I was like I don't know <laughs> because she's terrible <laughs> like women <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh I don't know but you know they have and when I found out, it got me, I took a long time getting pregnant with Bo. So we started trying a little bit earlier for the second one without realizing it could happen immediately. Right. And I was devastated at my, my mom because I wanted to enjoy that special time right. with Bo. You know, I was already showing at his first birthday. Yep, same. So um, my mom said, but you're giving him the greatest gift ever in a, you know, they're going to grow up to be so close and So I didn't really worry about it when they were younger. And they, like, yes, they fought when they were, like, toddlers and, Mm -hmm. you know, would wrestle around and stuff. And Abby would bite him. Um, But I didn't really push it much in elementary school. But as they got older, they just were really drawn to each other. Like, they... They were forced to be best friends because they took all the vacations together. They they were stuck in the car together. Like we both played um, travel baseball. So we had a lot of experiences where we were traveling places. And mm-hmm. he, had, um, he had his team there. But Abby was so close that she could hang with them. And I don't think they really minded because she was a little bit more mature. Okay. And she was adorable. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So my kids are going to be fine is yeah. what I'm hearing They're going to be say. good. You're They'll good. Their ups and their downs. They'll and be she'll fine. have the pick of the litter of the handsome boys. That so did not. away. Yeah. That was not. Luckily, we did not have. I was worried about. Bo's friends wanting to be like, hey, yeah, yeah. Abby. Okay, good. And that has not been an issue. Thank goodness. Praise the Lord. All yeah. Right. So what's the dynamic like now with you and Bo? Does he come home often or does he call every day? How- oh, does he call every day? <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. We actually ran an experiment this fall. <laughs> I didn't call him. He, he called 13 days later. And I was like, hey, I'm oh alive. Gosh. What's going on? Yeah. Um, 
when he he really really wanted to make sure that he had his own independence when he went to college Mm -hmm. and um it was kind of shocking you know the app life 360 yes Yes, we have that okay yeah so he was on life 360 so i would just check in on him like when not like in a total stalking way, but in a little bit of a stalking yeah, way. In an like, appropriate way. is yeah. he on his way home or should I call and nag him? You know, like that the summer before, you know, he left for school. And then um, he went dark on August 18th, 2019. <laughs> the date. So did he take it off his phone? Yes. <gasps> My brother did that his senior year. He did. I was like, well, I'm glad he went that long because yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, and I didn't push it. You know, I kind of thought, like, I could make him put it back on. I mean, he is 18, he's in college, blah, blah, blah. But I am paying for college and his phone and his truck and his insurance. So I was like, you know what? This is – it might be better for me not to wake up in the middle of the night and check on Bo's location. But it makes you feel like you're there with them. Well – That's the least he could do. Bo, put that thing back on your phone. (laughs) Okay, well, there is a difference. So what one thing that I did do that I was a little torn about in the beginning, but I'm glad that we did it. You know, Bo was very, very well behaved in high school. Like he he was just by the book. Yep. And um, and it was really hard last summer trying to decide. Like I remember having conversations with my husband. Should we like give him alcohol in the summer? Because Bo wanted to do a fraternity. And he was nine hours away, and I wasn't going to be there to monitor him. (laughs) So I was worried, like, what if he, like, what if he just has, what if he just goes crazy, or what if he doesn't know what to do, or what if he, like, should we let him feel what two shots of vodka does to his body when he's in a controlled environment, or I way overthink things, but we didn't. But what we did do is he went, um, he went, he had a fraternity recruitment trip last summer to Dallas. And I didn't know that was even a thing. Oh. But we ran into someone who went to Arkansas and she hooked Bo up and, you know, was like, oh, you need to go meet these guys. Da, 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 da. And they invited him to this recruiting thing in downtown Dallas. And um, I put Uber. I'm like, OK, let's sit down together. I want, you know. I want to use your phone or I want you to use your phone. I want to put Uber on it, but I want it on my credit card because I don't ever want you to not have a safe ride home. Right. Like I, I don't care if You're I know already making me emotional. Sorry. I know, that, no, I know that's, it's that's hard. So that's really good information. It is. Yeah. But just you have to think about all the things that can happen. Yes. Or if there was a girl who needed a ride home, like put her in an Uber mm-hmm. and send her home or, escort her home or whatever Mm -hmm. um another tip on that is tell your child not to do uber eats it goes on the same credit card (laughs) yes so tears have turned to laughter yes you're a good storyteller well it it takes away he had a um he had a bet with a girl at um at Ole Miss about football and he sent her dinner via Uber Eats and I get this exorbitant bill from Uber Eats in wherever Ole Miss is whatever awesome city that is but yeah and I'm like that's in Mississippi no I know but what city is it no idea. I used to know, but I don't even know. I know. I used to know Mississippi also. was my past life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he sent Morgan a really nice dinner via Uber Eats on my dime. So, I was like, you know what? Let's just chalk that up to inexperience. Yep. So, then he called me one rainy night said, can I please order McDonald's on Uber Eats? <laughs> I don't want to go out and it's raining. I'm like, yes, you may. So. That's good. He asks. He did. Yes. Yeah. So, he didn't want me to take the money. Oh, that's another thing we did. We linked his um, debit card to my account mm-hmm. so that, you know, whenever I could say, hey, you want some money? Let me just put it in your debit card. Um, kids don't even like cash. Yeah. Well, because they have all there. these apps on your phone. Yeah. You they Venmo easy. each other and like, mm-hmm. hey, I'll, p- I'll get dinner and they put it on their debit card and then everyone Venmos them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not seeing the money leave their hand either. Right. So, and there lies a problem. Yeah. yeah. In the financial coaching world. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
I know. It's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, like I get my checks direct deposited and then I pay for my credit card on my app mm-hmm. and then I send my kids money and I haven't seen dollars in a long time. Yeah, well, I did uh, have um, two girls that are at the high school right now next door. One's going to be, I think uh, she's going to be a senior this year. And she's actually number one in, I think, Abby's class. Um, and so, and then her younger sister is a freshman. They're our babysitters. Mm. And so they don't have that yet. So I kind of said, hey, uh, <laughs> is there any way that you could possibly get a Venmo? Because I'd be much better at paying you <laughs> if I could just transfer it to you. Because cash is just not. I know. I mean, it's there, but it's not there. Yeah. You know, because I know how to use my debit card appropriately. Well, see, and we use all cash. So that way, Cause, yeah, because yeah. you're real good. <laughs> I don't even know how I would buy gas with cash. You just go in <laughs> and get changed. <laughs> you tell them what pump you're at? Like, yes. what if you fill it up? You say, hey, here's $20. I'll be back with how the rest. How long of- have you been pumping gas? With my credit card? No, just how long? When when did you turn 16? Oh, gosh. Do I have to do math? No, we don't have to do real math. But at that point in time, think about the first time you went oh, to the gas station. I did all that, yeah. And you did it on your own? Yeah. Or did someone do it for you? No, I did it. But okay. I think I just put... It's tw- the same process. I just put $20 in it at a time. Now I yeah. fill it up. Yeah. So... You would just give them the 50 and they'll give you the change. What's that? Yeah. A 50? <laughs> Coins. Oh! <laughs> I did have a boyfriend in high school who shared his car with his older brother. And at the end of our date, he would literally drive and put in like a dollar twenty five in the gas tank because he wasn't supposed to leave it empty. Like it, that was the rule that his parents had. Yeah. So he's like, I'm only going to put in a dollar twenty five. So, But who cares if he pulls out and the light comes on? Yeah, no, but no, no, no. It wasn't empty. empty. Yeah, you had an opportunity to get to the gas station. I remember putting a dollar twenty five on my truck before. And five dollars. Five dollars yeah. used to give me like a quarter of a tank yeah yeah well and I'll tell you like all of my friends had all of these like senior moments and I think that like a lot most parents I think do I don't know why I didn't but like when Bo started um you know when Bo had like his senior night for basketball Mm -hmm. I was fine when Bo had his senior night for baseball graduation prom all of those like big milestones didn't really affect me but last year, on March 7th, when he turned 18, I walked into his bedroom and I woke him up and I said, happy birthday. And I started crying because I'm like, this is probably the last year that I'm ever going to see you on your birthday. Like in March, why would that, why would I be with you in March? Yeah. COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's when I got this one more. You handed that gift. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, so it's just, it's, I don't know, it's been interesting having him go through all of that. It'll be really interesting seeing Abby go through it all because she's... Do you think you're going to have different feelings? Yeah, yeah. she and I are... God is um, already preparing your heart. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he started yet. Maybe that means he's going to, she's going to stay at Tech, but okay. I don't know. But <laughs> does she, she, she want to go to Tech? She, she, she doesn't know. She wants to... I think that there's something really comfortable with the familiarity of staying in town. Mm -hmm. Um, She and I are very, very close. Um, She has a gentleman that she's interested in who's already at Tech, and um, that may play into it. Um, But she also thinks that Arkansas is really awesome. And her BFF is there. And her BFF is there. But he has said that, that's that he's not actually going to see her if they're both there at the same time. I'm like, well, she might not be that interested in seeing you either. That's right. So, <laughs> but it would be easier for me yeah. for parents weekend. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, guys, team up. I'll only spend a little bit of time with each of you if you're both here. So she was also going to look at a school or two in Oklahoma. She wants to go into nursing, she thinks right now. But then she saw, you know, she's on TikTok all the time. She, she saw a preschool special ed teacher on TikTok and she thought that would actually be a really good fit for her mm-hmm. so so as you're an educator how did you respond to that um it's hard because on the one hand i think being a teacher is a great job for moms the yearly schedule is fantastic but the daily schedule is tough you know yeah. um 
And when my, you know, when I was, I'm an elementary teacher, so I've always been, I was in first grade for a while and then third grade for a while. And um, when my kids were that age, I did not want them to have friends over ever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm done with first graders. I can't see them after school. Um, And I was such a good mom when they were like younger and I would go to school and then they'd want want to have like their little preschool friends over, their kindergarten friends over. And that was fantastic. And then... Once they and it's hard because sometimes is it easier or more difficult if you're if you teach where your kids go to school? See, and I that's my thing is I thought I would always I really thought I'd be the principal of the school that my kids went to. Yeah, that's how I had planned and imagined. And being in it, I think I can't be in it. I mm. want to be. You do too in it. Yes, exactly. And I don't want to know that much. To be honest with you, I don't want the kids coming to me and telling me or texting me that your child is um, looking up cars on Google in PAP <laughs> science instead of doing the project that he has not turned in yet. You know, well, there is a part of the convenience, though. I mean, going to school at the same time, leaving at the same time. You don't have to worry about that. But well, let's just say I was in the building when my brother was in high school and I could literally yank him out of the classroom. OK, there's only so many times one needs to do that. You know, right. but I could do it at any time, all the time. And it's just overwhelming. And it doesn't it's not as effective as one might think when you can do it all the time. Well, and you're a secondary teacher, too. But when I like in elementary, I could bop over there for their birthday celebration. That's true. So in high school, I oh, gosh, I think that would be really hard to be in the same school. And because hormones. Well, and that and then you see like, you know, um, Abby. So I was some of the teachers were talking about your friend so and so or. Yeah. Are you still hanging out with her? Like, what what is mm-hmm. she doing over the weekend? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I want to love them all and pretend that like they're know. all perfect. That's what I want to do. Yeah. So I think I'll just stick to PTA. Oh, good. Stuff, <laughs> no. That's perfect. Yeah, fundraising, maybe that's what I'll do. But yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't imagine I'll go back. Um, go into the classroom sometimes and volunteer and yeah. read with the kids. And that's... Well, at Trinity, they make you do that. Yes, mm. they do. So that's where Comax hitting up pre-K next year at Trinity. Oh. So... Yeah. But then what else about Bo? It, it has been very interesting having him at college. Um, I'll tell you, one of my favorite moments this year was we went up for um, – like parents weekend in the fall Mm -hmm. it was in October so it's the first time I'd seen him I I Bo and I did not have the best summer of our lives last year because he knew a lot more than I did and I Mm -hmm. took him for orientation and we argued about a lot of things (laughs) that I was actually correct about like what like what okay on his schedule at Arkansas um, in the business school they put you in a cohort So you have three classes with the same kids. So that way you're building relationships with other students. Um, So there was like a public speaking class with 20 kids and then another class or two other classes with 40 kids. So 20 kids he was with in three classes. And um, one of them said, um, what did it say? TR for for his days that he was going to that class. So, um, and it was like at one fifteen. okay? So I said, okay, so this class meets Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then these two classes are Tuesday, Thursday. He goes, no. And I look at it again because, I don't know, maybe he's right. And I'm like, no, it does because it's like one fifteen to 2.30. So that's a Tuesday, Thursday class. Like your classes, a three-hour class is three hours during the week. So that's like two and a half you know, hours. That's when it goes, no, it's only on Thursday. I said, no, it's not. It's Tuesday and Thursday. They use the R to denote Thursday, like MWF, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, TR, Tuesday, mom, it's not. You were in school so long ago that they've changed (laughs) it. (sighs) And you were right. Yes, I was right. Yes. So I So said, did he miss the first Tuesday? No, he went no because I get like and then later on when he met with his advisor, his advisor actually said the same thing that I had been saying. But I just thought I'm going to instead of having a a whole thing when he moves in, I was such the bigger person. I called up his dad and said <laughs> Would you like the opportunity to move Bo into his dorm? 
And he said, yeah, we would love that. And I said, perfect. Here's the day. Here's the time. I'll have his truck packed up. Y'all just go to it. And they did. And they got him the command hooks that he needed. They got him an extension cord. They got his, you know, TV plugged in and everything. And they left and everything was great. So I hadn't seen his dorm room. I hadn't met his roommate, this person that he's living with from Texarkana. Oh, my goodness. It was it was fine. You look my, so worried. I am. No, my it, heart is it broken. Was good. I need to put those hooks up. I birthed you. <laughs> I remember when my brother went off to college, though. But guys just don't want that kind of help when they're that age. But it's not for them. It's for us. I know, but yeah, I'm telling them it's that. It's like birthday parties. Like that one year old doesn't remember, but I sure as heck remember Maddie Lou in Wonderland. <laughs> But did you did you do a lot of research before he left? Were you looking for doctors' offices or places that he'd go? I mean, that's um, what I think. I think about little things like that about Hudson. Well, they have his school has a wonderful like infirmary area, mm-hmm. and during orientation, they really told us all about that. So I felt like I'm like, look, look right over here where I'm pointing. That is where you go if you do not feel well. <laughs> You go right over there. You call me. I'll give you a little bit of advice. And then you go right on over to the something Walker Clinic. And that is where they are going to help you. If you need further assistance, I'm just a phone call away. We did give him his um, his um, medical insurance card. Yeah. And he brought it home in the same envelope that, that so we sent it, it with. <laughs> yes, which is great. Yeah, he never got um, And, I mean, we did do things to make sure he was set up for success. Um, I mean, we – he had money in his account. He had the Uber set up on his phone. Um, He had – he was the only kid from – he graduated from Cooper – Lubbock Cooper High School. He was the only kid from there who went there, who went to Arkansas. Wow. Which was – he didn't know anybody. So – How's he doing with that? Oh, he loves it. Loves yeah. it, yeah. It's like um, a new start. It's a new start, and so not that he needed one. Well, no, he didn't need one. He had a great. I mean, his group of high school buddies mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Right. Like they are all amazing kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, great kids, good. Mm-hmm. You know, just people that you would want your kid to be around. Mm-hmm. So we were so thankful all through high school that Bo had really surrounded. I mean, you hear about in business, like, oh, you need to surround yourself with great mm-hmm. people. Bo did that. Like, he he did a fantastic job doing that. So the first time we saw him, though, was at, in October for parent-teacher, or not parent-teacher orientation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reverting back to fourth grade for parent uh, weekend. Uh-huh. So we go up there. And um, Bo had already started pledging a fraternity. He had just found out which one he was going to, you know, which one had accepted him. And, you know, he started, he had already gone through Rush. We went to a football game. It was, I saw my kid in a totally different light that weekend. He had his act together. He had put up a calendar in his dorm room with all of his assignments on it. This was not the same kid that went to Lubbock Cooper High School who... Was constantly missing dates to turn things in. He, um, everyone that we saw, it seemed, was like, Bo, what's going on? High five, fist bumps, you know. It was fantastic. He had clean clothes. Wow. I even offered to take his clothes. I said, do you want me to take your clothes and I can wash them and fold them with the laundromat for you or at the hotel? He's like, oh, thanks. I just did them yesterday. What? What about your sheets? Yep. Mom, of course I'm going to wash my sheets. Oh. So were you proud? Of course you were proud to see this this transformation, but did you kind of get a little sad? Like you didn't meet his mom? No. Really? No, <laughs> no because this I is. I feel so proud for him already. Yeah. Yes, I was like, so proud of him. And both. I was just yes. like, he, he can do it on his own. Right. Like I was very thankful that he had the opportunity to go and do that. And one of the, it was interesting, he said one of the hardest things that he had to do was when he went to that fraternity orientation or the um, recruiting event in Dallas. So he worked a half a day, he gets in his truck at noon, and he puts in the GPS to some kid's house in some suburb of Dallas that he's never met before. Mm -hmm. He drives there, he pulls up to the front of the house, he double checks the address, and then he walks up to the door 
knocks on the door and someone answers and Bo just stuck out his hand, introduced himself and said why he was there. And then he he had the whole weekend where he he didn't know anybody and he just had to walk up to people and say, hey, I'm Bo Miller. I'm from Lubbock, Texas. Where are you from? And that's such a great life skill. Yes. You know, like starting a business, if you are an entrepreneur, you know, being in the ministry, just anything and everything in life, like you've got to get past those fears. Yes. And being able to make a phone call. You know, I have anxiety when um, I get random phone call numbers on my phone. Right. You know, like I don't... <laughs> I don't answer any of those, no, but I'm like practicing now and it's always Edna or Sarah or Cameron, whoever is trying to talk to me about student loans and FYI, I don't have any student loans. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, listen, Rachel. I thought you meant they were calling you for your financial advice. No, no, no. no this is a robot lady. Oh, gotcha. Says, I am whoever and I've got some news about your student loans. And I'm like, well, I ain't got any. So you got the wrong number. She calls me every day with multiple. That's not the point of this story. The point of the story is I've been canceling because of anxiety. All of those, com- you know, those phone calls all this time. And I shouldn't have been scared. I should have just picked up the phone and done it and I I know that sounds so silly but I'm a better person because of it you just gotta stick out your hand yeah you gotta meet people but it's hard and it's awkward it is but then once you get through it I know how how brave is he now yes I mean and I was very so it was just I felt leaving that weekend I felt that he was in the exact right space he was supposed to be in I mean and that was that was what I wanted you know I wanted him to to find a place where he would flourish and enjoy and and be him. So that was, you know, and it was hard. It was hard having him leave. And he had always lived in my house, mm-hmm. you know, because he's my kid. Right. And um, but I will tell you, I'm ready for fall semester. Because <laughs> he's currently at your house. He's huh? currently at my house. And he's been there for an extended period of time because of COVID. And um, we had to have a conversation when he first got home. And I just said, listen, I know you're not happy to be here. This is not my fault. I love you. But you can always go over to your dad's house with the little kids mm-hmm. if you are not going to be friendly here. Like, I don't, you do whatever you want to do. You're a, a grownish up person. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry that you're not at your fraternity. I'm sorry that you're missing out on all these events that you had planned for the spring. I'm sorry that you're missing out on baseball season because that's a big thing at Arkansas to go to the games and mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you're missing out on the beautiful spring scenery at Arkansas and people playing Frisbee on the green and rafting. I mean, he went on a camping trip this fall. I mean, he just got to do a lot of really cool things. And um, I'm sorry that you're here, but it's not actually my fault. I would prefer you were there. (laughs) I love it when you're there. You have so much fun and you tell me great stories. Mm -hmm. So it's really been good for him. And I think everyone, um, you know, everyone has to find what's good for them. Mm -hmm. But even if Abby goes to tech, which is a wonderful school, and I'm sure she would get a fantastic education, I would like for her to go somewhere for some time. Unfortunately, she discovered some adorable little blogger who did a semester at sea, and Abby thinks that would be a perfect opportunity for her to get out of town for a couple months and go do a semester at sea. I agree. Oh go. Yes. Is this Scientology? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Just making sure. No. So. Pensacola. No, it's about double a state tuition oh. a semester. Oh. But well, good thing she's not paying for it. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's expensive. <laughs> Well, and I, I just took a class in Europe, so I was only there for a few weeks oh. and I got a credit for it. So maybe she could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just, there are so many, first off, there's, we live in such an amazing country and there are so many beautiful places. Yeah. College is kind of a safe time to do something like that because you don't have to uproot your family. You don't have to worry about about your kid's school or um, insurance, like if you're between jobs, you know, it's hard to leave if you have a house. I mean, at the timing when you're like, I know, a grown up, it all has to be so perfect, you know. So I just think it's a good time to, to get, you know, to try something different, even if it is for a semester or for a year. And um, it's been good, though. Good. I'm glad that well, I'm he's glad. found I his love spot. Learning. 
about all of this and um really we don't we don't really talk much about older kids because you know we're scared of that and really you've brought me to tears during this session because I every day I think I'm not gonna have this day tomorrow I'm not gonna have this tomorrow like I cherish every snuggle yes every Madeline's in this thing now that she just kisses my cheek like very French like one, two, three, four, five, six, just over and over and over again. And you know what? Like at 10, I'm done. I'm over all these cheek pecks, but <laughs> she keeps on. I just Aww. keep loving it because yeah. one day I'm not going to get them again. Right. You know, but it's nice. You do fill me with hope and knowing that they will be able to survive without me. Yes. You know, and they, they will be able to make good decisions. And so I can, I can live with that. I love my husband. So once they do, I'll leave me, you know, <laughs> you'll still be good. We'll still be fine. Yeah. I won't be all alone. Just yeah. a little bit alone. I know it's so, so now you have a motor home, right? Yes. And so you and your husband are just traveling all over. Once, once Abby leaves, what, what's y'all's plans? Um, we got it on Tuesday. <laughs> And it's brand new. <laughs> it's brand new. And I'm hoping that, oh my gosh, I don't know. This is one of those times we completely bit off way more than what we could chew. <laughs> and every day, I I mean, there are just all these questions. I woke up in the middle of the night and um, I just, I mean, I just started thinking and I started scribbling down a list of food that I could eat in the mobile home that was motor home. Oh, yeah. Motor home. Well, I keep calling it an RV and I get told it's not an RV. It's a motor home because then people think it's a towable. And the, I don't know. Okay. I'm learning all the new vocabulary and all the things. So I came up with hard boiled eggs last night. That'd be an easy thing to make and stick in the fridge before I leave. Yeah. And sandwiches, cold cut sandwiches and yogurt because I'm also taking the dogs so, and I can't go through a drive-thru because I think I'm too tall and I don't want to get that close to a building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Mine's small enough, so. We, oh my we gosh, like yeah, so. Ones. Well, we did a lot of, um, you can do the frozen stuff too because you have your little microwave in there. Yes. So don't forget, you could pull it out of the freezer and microwave it up. Yes, but the microwave and the AC can't be on at the same time. So I have to remember that because of the generator. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm learning a whole bunch of things. Yes, you are. So are you going to visit your son? You're going to see the country? What are you doing? Okay, yeah. So that was my main motivation. I've joined a (laughs) Facebook page, and it's called Arkansas Nature Lovers. And they have so many waterfalls and rivers. And, oh, it's – so, yeah, so that was, like, my main motivation. And then, you know, my mom was giving me a hard time because she's like, you've never been to the Grand Canyon I have failed you as a mother. I can't believe you've never been. And so we were going to go this summer until COVID, right? Yeah. So um, that and then she is having a birthday in a couple weeks. I thought I would buy a motor home and surprise her. And we'll see how that goes. By driving up there. By driving up there. Alone with two dogs. Yes. Okay. Well, you are on my prayer list right now. Thank at, you. At the top. I will take them. Okay. Everyone out there. My name is Sarah. <laughs> and I have Sarah. two crazy chihuahuas that are going with me. Yes. So it'll be fun. I it really, will. we we are trying to make it very homey looking mm-hmm. and cozy and comfortable. And since I teach, I teach remotely. So, um... I'll be able to work from the road, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm just hoping that my nomad, whatever the thing is, Wi-Fi extender booster jetpack shows up by Wednesday. Yeah, and then let me know how that goes because we don't have that yet. I just know that the previous owners had had one, Yeah, but we don't know what. I know. I want to meet Tank. Your motorhome. I'll walk you back there. All right. (laughs) All right. So last question, which is really not even a lot of question because we had a great discussion today. I think it went really well. But tell us one thing that you've learned from your mother that you'll never forget. From my mother? Yes, your mother. Grace. She is amazing. And I don't, I think the older I, this is probably true for a lot of people, but the older I get, the more I realize how much I appreciate her. But and I'm not sure if she was like this my whole life. But now when I talk, when we talk about things, she always is so looking on the other side. Like, well, how do you think this other person felt? Or, um, you know, she extends kindness more than anyone I know. And I'm just so grateful to see that, and just for my daughter to see that, and um, 
Yeah. And also she is like, she just, she does it, you know, she doesn't live with regret. So, um, and I think that's why I decided to get this motorhome and jump into it because that's how she and my dad do boats. You know, they're like, well, we're going to get it and we're going to see what happens. And I'm like, Scott, we should get a motorhome and see what happens. <laughs> and he says, a what? Yeah. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Yeah, he said, yeah, we could talk about that. And I'm like, okay, look, I found one. It's in, I don't know where it was, Nebraska. And he goes, all right, let me jump in here and help you. <laughs> if this is real, then I got to get serious. Yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah, so. All right, well, thank you for coming out today. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to Moms in the Hub. Be sure to listen to a new episode every Wednesday. Next week, we have a special interview with Lubbock mom's blog and mom's in the hub owner chelsea anders she'll be sharing more about lubbock mom's blog and its future here in lubbock and as robert browning said motherhood all love begins and ends there today's podcast is brought to you by lubbock mom's blog lubbock's premier parenting resource for the south plains have ideas or want to hear about something specific comment below or email us at info at lubbock and we'll work it in Bye.